0: Greetings, in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, this is Pastor Dwight Oswald, and today our devotional is under the heading of Israel, Yesterday, Today, and Forever. And I've titled this devotional, Properly Interpreting Israel. The Prussian Emperor Frederick would often test his chaplain in matters of theological questions. However, he did not want long, drawn-out dialogue or answers. He wanted simple answers that he could comprehend quickly. One day he asked his chaplain if he could give a simple answer, simple and succinct evidence for the truth of the Bible. In fact, he asked if he could provide this evidence in just one single word. The chaplain said he could do this. What is this magical word? Frederick asked. The chaplain responded, Israel, Israel. Israel is a fascinating place with much diversity and background. Why is the land of Israel so special? Well, consider the following. It is the land of the Bible. Israel is the land of promise. God promises land to Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and their descendants forever. Forever. This is the land of the prophets and of the apostles. This is the land of King David and the kings of Israel. The temple is located there, in the special place of God's own choosing. This land is said by Scripture to be the center of the world, Ezekiel 5.5. Israel is the central player in prophecy in terms of the nations of the world. Christ was born in Israel, carried out his ministry in Israel, died in Israel, was resurrected in Israel, and will come back again to Israel. The church began in Israel on the day of Pentecost. Israel will be the place where Christ will establish his kingdom headquarters in the millennium. It is called the Glorious Land in Daniel 11.41. Israel is repeatedly stated to be uniquely God's land. Ezekiel 36.5, Joel 3.2. In Deuteronomy 7.8, it says, The Lord chose Israel because he loves Israel. We might ask, well, why did God love her? But we are not told. The answer is simply because he wanted to. God is God and it is his prerogative to do as he pleases. God answers to no one. Of all the nations in the world, only Israel is called the chosen nation. In Jeremiah thirty-one three, God says to Israel, I have loved you with an everlasting love. When our heart is in tune with God's heart, we will love what he loves. If we love what God loves, then we too will love Israel. Let's talk about rightly dividing the word of God. When it comes to Israel, as well as all doctrine, a proper interpretation of scripture is very important. 2 Timothy 2.15 says, Be diligent to present yourself approved to God. That's the ultimate issue. Approved to God. A worker who does not need to be ashamed. Well, who's going to be approved where God says, well done. Who's going to be a worker who does not need to be ashamed? Well, he says, rightly dividing the word of truth. God expects us to cut it straight. Rightly dividing literally means to cut it straight, to get it right. Paul was a tent maker, and in order to make a good tent, he had to cut the material straight. There are proper divisions in the word of God. To rightly divide the word is to handle it correctly and accurately. It is to make the proper distinctions. Cut it straight. It is to be accurate, consistent, and precise in the interpretation of it. Note these major distinctions in the scriptures. There are distinctions between the pre fall world and the world after the fall. Genesis three seventeen through 19. There are distinctions between the pre flood world and the world after the flood. 2 Peter 3 5 through 6 There are distinctions between the dispensation of law and the dispensation of grace John 117 There are distinctions between the Jew the Gentile and the church of God 1 Corinthians 1032 If one does not make the proper interpretive distinctions in the Bible the inevitable result is a wrongly dividing of the word Rightly dividing the word means getting Israel right. God cannot be done with Israel because that would make God out to be a liar. And to make such a charge is most serious. Better get Israel right or you will be shown to be the liar. Indeed, let God be true, but every man a liar. Romans 3, 4. This is Pastor Dwight Oswald signing off for now.